<clears throat> okay, let's do it again. This is Ithaca is an audio project produced by Florence Gilly and myself, Marietta Sinotis, in cooperation with WRFI Community Radio. To hear more, please visit our website, www.thisithaca.org. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Mixcloud, or wherever you get your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I I added that. (laughs) Teamwork. You're tuned to listener-supported WRFI. This is Ithaca. This ain't New York City, man. You know, I I love Ithaca so much. And I think, if anything, doing this project has just confirmed and affirmed the fact that I like Ithaca so much. What has always impressed me about Ithaca is the people in the community. And so this project is just a validation of that. If you sit somebody down for an hour and ask them to talk about themselves and you give them your ear, everybody has such an interesting story to share and an interesting perspective to offer. If you spend a lot of time at work or somewhere else, I think naturally you gain experience that only you have and only you can share. And I think people appreciated that there was someone who was interested in in their experience and in their perspective and in their knowledge. Um, And I got that a couple times. Uh, Eric Lovett, who some might know because he wears a different hat every day and uh, he's out in the street a lot. My papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he left his hat was his home. And when he lived, all he left me was Ithaca. He, he actually said during the interview that he felt recognized, and I think that was such a cool response to, to asking people questions. I think what we tried, at least with the selection of people, is that we also bring the voices on the air that, that you would normally not hear. And I think a community radio is the place to do that. Desiree, the bus driver, she put it in a great way. Uh, she said, you know, even the person that's the quietest person could have a vast amount of knowledge. And I think that is true for any of the interviews. All the interviews, there are like nuggets of wisdoms and, and gems in all of them. But the story of Captain Stephanie's life it was just so inspiring to me. We were on the boat with her out on the waters of Cayuga Lake. And... She's describing her life as a merchant marine and a sailor. And I just had an instant feeling of being in a, an earnest Hemingway novel. Poets have been talking about it forever, how the sea can capture your soul. Some people would say it's a cruel trick. Because you could fall in love with the sea, but the sea's not necessarily in love with you, that's for sure. It's a, not a two-way street relationship. When I walked into the dry cleaning place up at Trip Hammer Mall, an episode that I really loved. First of all, it's so loud in there that you can't you can't even hear them really. Like you wouldn't be able to hear their voices because they're just drowned into this like constant noise. 
and you never get behind the counter. So when I walked in there, I saw all these uniforms lined up of the police department of uh, Statler. And that also showed me, yes, of course, those institutions, their uniforms need to be cleaned and there need to be people that do that and a place where it's done. I'm trying to think, um, what was it that just happened this, the other day where I had the mic on uh, with the headphones and I was really astonished at the sound that I was hearing? Um, oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. The vibrators. The vibrators. The vibrators. Just like hearing the sounds of the different vibrators and how each, I mean, they are very distinct. And... And she described them as she described the vibrators as having different types of buzzes, like 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 bugs do, and it's so true. Even if they were coming from so different realms of society, or had so different backgrounds, or were doing so different jobs, there is connections. Um, whether it is like events that all of them remember, there is a shared memory of a community. Mm, totally. You know, a fire, um, an accident. Sometimes it's the, you know, traumatic events, the bad events, but I guess also the good ones, like concerts, holidays. I was thinking about um, when we interviewed Casey Harris, um, who's blind, and he was talking about the, the smells of Ithaca and how he knows when he's walking where he is on State Street I always know when walking down State Street when uh, when I'm passing Gimme because it smells like coffee, you know, and uh, State Diner because it smells like breakfast. And then thinking about talking to Sam Mason, the Gimme barista, you know, it's just, it's so rich. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everyone in their own way does some sort of service to the community. You know, that might sound odd, but they all contribute to this community running and to it being healthy or keeping it healthy, you know, despite of all the problems there are. Um, but no matter who we asked, everyone had to speak to that and had to, could in a way define their role. Phil Shapiro, for example, who, who runs um, North American's longest folk radio show, uh, Bound for Glory, he was saying that he is, um, what do you call it? I view Bound for Glory as a community builder. Also, you mentioned um, Samantha uh, f from Gimme Coffee. She said she would, as a, as a barista, she fuels the workforce. How great is that? She fuels the workforce. And yes, that's true. Without her doing her job, people wouldn't get their coffee and it would be all miserable, you know? So yeah, everyone kind of contributes in facilitating other people's lives or in, you know, making it more pleasurable or to enable, I don't know, enable parking. That's another example. Even someone who I guess we all know from walking on the commons, William uh, Mitro. You want to see some magic? Down. Even him, he called himself in the interview a community staple. Step right up, guns and magic. And who could deny that? Yeah, I, I was also thinking about the folks at the Lincoln Street Diner. I, I never really thought about this. The regulars who go to Lincoln Street Diner, it's like Ithaca's own version of Cheers. People go there because they know what they're going to expect and they know that they can get a little bit of 
rough banter that they might not get in any other type of restaurant. And there you go. Yeah, you know. Have a good weekend. Each guys. one of these, it's like puzzle pieces that put this community together. You know, mm-hmm. each one bringing something something different. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to know Ithaca better, or I got to see it from a different angle. Because, you know, when you're at Cornell, you really see Ithaca just from the distance and, like, from up the top of the hill. Um, there's a lot of things that I that I learned, small things that you can't read in school books or that you can't, um, that you don't learn in university. And very simple things, too. Um, so I grew up in Berlin, and I never really lived in a small city. So this is really the smallest city I've ever lived in. And... For me, community was a void term. I didn't know what it means. And I think that um, working on the podcast, interviewing the people really showed me how much everything is connected in a community. I lived in New York City for nine years. And talk about like a place with fascinating people coming in and out. But in Ithaca, one of the things I love is I feel like every single day, every single day... I meet someone who not only is interesting, but has a a, a point of connection with me, whether that be a similar interest or um, a similar path that we've crossed or just somebody who not only is open to talking to me, but who I want to talk to, who has like, who is engaging and interesting and... um, And I've never experienced that anywhere else. Well, I wouldn't be able to put it in a better way than Patrice Anthony will, because she was enumerating all these things that the students would miss if they didn't come down, if they stayed up in college town. You miss the farmer's market. You miss Lou's hot dog cart on the commons. You miss the concerts that happen. You miss the hangar theater production, the kitchen theater production, all of the amazing things that happen at the State Theater. You miss Buttermilk Falls. You miss Cass Park and the roller derby. Teens who are participating in roller derby. You know, you, you miss all of those things. You miss getting to know people in the town. It's not a perfect city. There's still a lot of things that need to be corrected. But I do think that of all the places I've lived, Ithaca is the place that puts people first. Um, And you can see it in a lot of the resources that are available here and the services and the community events. And that's I think that's pretty special. Well, and you know, you ask about challenges. You know, we ask people to introduce themselves at the beginning of the interview. Mm -hmm. And... They, you know, they say their name and what they do. My name is Savante Myrick, and I'm the mayor of the city of Ithaca. I'm Amber Harris. And I'm Sharon Brown. And we're co-founding members of Finger Lakes Pulse. My name is Lily Gershon. I'm a puppeteer known as Lily Silly. My name is Holly Horner, and I'm a carrier in the Ithaca area for the post office. Well, my name is uh, Ross Devey, and I'm a 70-year-old uh, uh, American hippie. Uh, uh, I say that with reverence to understand that a hippie is a highly intelligent person practicing inner enjoyment. I think if there's a challenge, it's really being able to capture the wholeness of the, of the individual that we're talking to. Um, because in many cases, we reached out to people because of what they do professionally. 
And I know for myself, what I do professionally, that doesn't register on who I am. And yet for some people, their work is a big part of who they are, you know. And in some cases, there are multiple things. Like when I think about David Isley. Howdy, y'all. I'm David Isley. I'm also known as Coraline Chardonnay. Who is not only an educator uh, at DeWitt Middle School, but also a drag queen in town. When we were thinking about the people we wanted to interview and also the voices we wanted to have on our podcast, we tried to make the selection as diverse as the city of Ithaca is and um, and also show... And that was hard. And that was hard, yes. And it <laughs> may there's not... There's so many people that we wanted to include. Right. And and maybe we didn't succeed always. You know, there might, there might be uh, groups of people that are not represented yet, but if there will be a second season, I'm sure we will include those. It's a portrait. It's a portrait of a person at a moment in time in this community. And I like the analogy you provided of, of painting a portrait. You know, it's very uncommon in portraits to see the painter. So what we do is we cut out our questions so our voices won't be heard on tape. We're capturing these voices in this moment. Um, you know, whatever job they're doing or whatever passion they have in their life right now, we've captured it. And that's just a blip in a moment of their lives, you know? Mm -hmm. But it gives you a good snapshot of some of the people that make up this community. 